Hello. Welcome to the Let's Get Loud podcast with JNA. It's actually just A today. I'm getting a, a solo episode in here. And I am about to talk to something that I never, ever thought I would be speaking about on the internet. However, I've had several requests for this topic. I'm doing a Disney debrief. Who even am I? Okay, everyone. So uh, we not long ago got back from our Disney vacation um, and it was far exceeded my expectations. So um, I've had so many questions about it. So I just want to kind of talk about it, share with you guys what we did, why we did it, um, what we would maybe do differently and all the things. So I have never gone to Disney. I guess I did as a kid once, um, but I, I can't remember. So, and we're not a Disney family. It's never been like this thing. You know, my girls are not like excited to meet Belle, really. Um, we're just not a Disney family. So then I know you're probably thinking like, so why did you book this vacation, Alicia? Well, what happened was I knew for sure I wanted su to surprise the family with a vacation. I wanted to go in March. I wanted it to be easy. And Air Transit had these direct flights, man, a direct flight. Oof. So I honestly, that's what made me do it was the direct flight. And so I just did one, two, three, go booked the flights for the whole family. Then I uh, knew I was going to do a house. I honestly didn't think we were going to do much of Disney. So I wanted to find a house. No problem. Found a house. So, you know, how it works uh, in, it's very common in Florida for, there's these gated communities near Disney and you can rent them out. So it's on VRBO. It's an app. It's like an Airbnb. Um, and I wanted a larger house because I wanted a larger pool. So we really only need a three bedroom, but to, when you get three bedroom, you get a really small pool. And in my brain, we were going to spend all our time at the house. And so I wanted to have a decent sized pool. And I don't regret this. Uh, it, the house was double the size, what we actually needed. We could have had another family in the house. And I did really enjoy having the bigger outside space though. So anyways, that's what made me choose the size home that I did was basically the size of the pool to get a decent size pool. So booked our house, um, surprised the family. Uh, if you guys, maybe I'll see if I can find that video and share it once the, this podcast uh, airs, but I hadn't even told Neil. Um, and so I wrapped it, put it under the tree. They opened it. They were excited. I knew so little about Disney World. Disneyland that I actually said, we're going to Disneyland. And everyone's like, no, you're not. You're going to Disney world. Disneyland is in California. Disney world is in Florida. So I used the wrong word. That's how much I didn't know what I was doing or where I was going. So, um, booked that. Then as we get closer and closer to the whole Disney thing, I start to learn more about Disney. So Jose provided, did a webinar, which I joined in on. And then I started to, I showed the kids videos. So there's four parks in Disney. There's Epcot, Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios. So I showed the kids videos, YouTube videos, and they wanted, um, they want, they were choosing the ones that they wanted to go to. Now, Disney knows what's up. Disney has this figured out. So they make sure there's like one or two really cool places in each park, right? Because honestly, magical Magic Kingdom, no, Animal Kingdom was only meh to me, except for the Avatar stuff. So Alfie's like, I really want to do Avatar. Piper really wanted to eat sushi at Epcot. 
Phoebe, not sure. She wanted to go shopping at Lulu. Anyways, so we, I was like, okay, well, so here's what happens, right? It's like when you renovate your, your bathroom, you're like, okay, I'm just going to paint the bathroom. And then you're like, well, might as well paint the trim. And then you're like, might as well change the cupboards and it spirals. And all of a sudden you have a new bathroom. So that's what happened. Well, ish. I mean, I still was very reasonable with as reasonable as a human can be in Disney, but uh, with the planning. So I was like, okay, I, I originally had thought we would only do one day at Disney. And I thought, okay, so first day at Disney, we need to do Magic Kingdom, right? So then I was like, man, maybe we'll do two days. And I was like, maybe we'll do a hopper. So what we did is we did one full day at Magic Kingdom. Man, did I ever make Jose proud, you guys. So we went, um, so we had rented a van, which was super easy. Again, the Orlando airport, they have it figured out how to make it easy. A ton of people are doing the same thing. So we rented a vehicle. um, And so we would drive into Disney. We did pay for preferred parking both days. And I have no regrets for that. Honestly, I kind of went in with the mindset of like the mine as well mindset with Disney. And I'm like, I'm here. So I'm going to pay for the genie pass, which is like a pass that allows you to um, kind of book your rides for a certain time and skip the line, let's say. I honestly do not understand how people wait in line for two hours for a ride. I do not understand. That would not be my thing. So, you know, paying that little bit extra. And honestly, when you it's it's a drop in the barrel of the Disney bucket when it comes to the genie plus. So we paid for the preferred parking. We paid for the genie plus we were at rope drop, which is basically right there when the park opens, um, for magic kingdom. And we stayed from 8 AM till I think we were there at 8 13 AM and we left at maybe 9 30 PM. We stayed for the fireworks. It was an amazing day. Uh, we went on pretty much every ride we could have wanted to do magic kingdom. I feel like we really did magic kingdom, like check, um, and Magic Kingdom is probably the better place to go if your kids are a little bit younger. I think there's a little bit more like younger rides there. I mean, there's a place for everyone everywhere. So it was a great day. What I think was really good for how we planned our vacation too is that we actually had the day after we arrived, we had nothing. So we just had a chill home day. Again, I think that was really important to me feeling like I was on vacation was having a mix of park days and non-park days. I don't know if I would have wanted to do the like five days of Disney. That seems extremely extreme, but Hey, never say never. I said, I would never, I said I was not a Disney person and here I am doing a Disney podcast. So who knows? So, um, fun, funny story. Let's, let's go back here. So, um, there was a snowstorm coming the day that we were going to fly out like a big one. And I was just like, I had just flown to LA. And when we were in LA, I went with my friend Chelsea, uh, for beauty counter. When we were in LA, our flight got canceled on the way home from Toronto to Moncton canceled and rescheduled for 48 hours later. So I had like PTSD from that experience. We had no luggage. Anyways, that was not fun. So I was just so hyper focused, hyper aware of the weather. So I thought this is a disaster. Our flight's going to be canceled. What do we do? Um, and I, I, you know, I said to Joe, like I looked at other flights and I said to Jose, like, if this gets canceled, I'm canceling my family's vacation. I have insurance. It will pay for most of this. I'm canceling the vacation. So Luckily, the storm gets downgraded. The day we're about to fly, I'm feeling pretty good about the storm. Then I go to check Neil in, okay? I go to check Neil in online and I can't. 
And at this point, I realized that my British husband needs a visa of some sort to get into America. So I go online. It says it takes up to 72 hours. And this is 24 hours before we're supposed to be on a plane. The feeling in my stomach, you guys, I'm so upset with myself. And I know maybe some of you are like, why are you upset with yourself, Alicia? You're not the British one. Uh, you're right, but I'm in charge of every single aspect of our our lives, which is also my fault. So I'm also, I'm doubly upset. Why am I in a position where I'm in charge of everyone? Where I'm, there's no other adult here. And then why am I in a position that I didn't think that my British husband might need something other than just his passport to get into America? So I apply and I, I go on the internet and it says 90% of the applications get um, approved right away. Niels does not get approved right away. I'm assuming it's because he's a British man living in Canada. And so I'm like, shit. So I call them. Hello, this is my situation. And they're like, I'm sorry, there's no expedited process. If it didn't get approved right away, then obviously it needs to go through Someone needs to look at this and approve this like an actual human being. She said, keep checking. It can take up to 72 hours. At this point, it's 20 hours before our flight. Again, the feeling in my stomach, the pit. At this point, I decide that if Neil can't come, we're going on vacation without him and he will join us whenever he can get there. But then I know I'm going to have to drive in Orlando. Thank goodness I did not have to do that. Anyways, so luckily by like 11 AM, he had a been approved. I printed the piece of paper and all was good in the world. That was just like a little fun fact for you guys about the stress of this vacation. So I go into this and I'm like, I don't know, lately I've been having these moments where not lately, I'm really a person that I always want to make the right choice. And so if I think I made the wrong choice, I really beat myself up about it. So I'm like, oh, why did I book this vacation? We're spending all this money. It's not even going to be fun. I'm going to hate it. I don't know why I was putting so much negativity, you guys, so much negativity on this vacation. So anyways, we get there. Everything's good. We get our car. We drive. Neil crushes um, driving in in Orlando. I'm the like navigator. He's the driver. We're a really good team. The house is beautiful and perfect. And we get there and it's great. So we spend the first day just like we got groceries, hung out in the pool. It was amazing. And then the next day was Magic Kingdom Day. So I really think that that was important for us to feel rested on the vacation. It really depends on what kind of vacation you want. Like, do you want to like hit it hard and hit it fast? Then do it up with all the Disney. But if you want to balance, I really think the way we did it was good. So then we had two days uh, in between. We I think we went to Disney Springs one day. We went shopping one day. We really didn't do a lot. We hung out by the pool. We just relaxed. Um, so then the then we had another park day. So we did Magic Kingdom in the morning, which was amazing. I really feel like we did all of Magic Kingdom, like check, check, check. Um, there was a few of the, like, the shows that we didn't get to see, but I was like, man, you know, when we were in London, we saw Lion King and Broadway. So like, I don't need to see the Disney show, you know? So we did Lion King. And then when you have a hopper, what that means is you can go to any other park after you've been in that park for the day. So uh, we had done Animal Kingdom and then we hopped over to Epcot. Well, let me tell you, I was home. Feels like home to me. The only disadvantage to the hopper was the way that Genie Plus, which is the pass that you get when you can skip the line, 
the really popular rides, they will almost like sell out. Like you can't get a, I cannot use my genie plus for that because there's no time slots left. And so that happened in Epcot for the bigger rides. Um, so we didn't get a chance to do Ratatouille, Frozen. And I think there's one other ride that we didn't get a chance to do. So that was the only disadvantage to doing a hopper um, is we didn't get to do as many rides in the second park. However, Epcot to us was really about experiencing the like, they have like a little loop and they have different countries represented. So they had like Mexico, Italy, Canada, um, Morocco, China, Japan, Germany, and they have food and drink from all over the world. And, and you guys, I felt like people had been holding back on me about the Disney experience when they didn't tell me about Epcot. And I saw people with t-shirts. That's a big thing in Disney. People make like themed t-shirts, you know? And it's like, when you're in uh, Magic Kingdom, it's like family vacay 2023. And when you're in uh, Epcot, it's like family drinking team, drinking my way through Disney. And I'm like, I'm home. Like I am home. So we had planned for supper that night for the kids that we would go from country to country and choose food and drink and just enjoy that. And that was just such a great way to kind of end our Disney time. We were tired. The kids had done tons of rides all day. So we went and we just tried a bunch of different foods. It was so amazing. I could see the advantage of not having to drive after. Um, so obviously we had to be really reasonable because we were driving after back to our home. Um, but it was so cool. And let me tell you guys, I really thought I don't like waiting in line and I don't like a lot of people. Okay. That's something about me. So if I can like go to the grocery store at a time, I'm like, I'm not going on a time with other people. I will avoid people at all costs. It's just because it feels like a waste of my time. It, it really, really, really goes back to my desire to feel productive at all times. And waiting is just not productive. Disney has this shit figured out. I have waited far longer for a beer at Holy Whale than I did in Disney at the Germany booth with bajillions of other people. Even like the monorail after the night was done, walking to getting out of the parking lot, I, we didn't wait. I am, they have so many employees. It's so well run. I, there's enough space and resources for everyone. Even the bathrooms, you don't wait a lot. Here's the thing. When you go to somewhere where there's a lot of people, you only wait if there's a limited number of resources. Well, Disney has this figured out. So they have like bigger restaurants that you can kind of go into, or there's like a little booth on the outside where you have less of a choice of what you can get, but it's faster. So I am super, super, super impressed. Going to be honest. So then we spent the rest of the week. I had one more day and we just chilled. The kids didn't even want to leave. I was like, you want to go to dinner? They didn't want to leave. We had an amazing family vacation. It really was incredible. And I have no regrets and I can see us going back again. I don't know if we'll do Disney next year, maybe the year after I'm flirting with the idea of staying on a Disney resort, just to kind of see what that experience would be like. That would be a lot more of a Disney vacation. Uh, you wouldn't have your own kitchen, loved having my own kitchen. We really didn't eat out a lot. And I enjoyed that. Um, 
we'd be stuffed in kind of one room, uh, but we wouldn't have to rent a car. So there's like pros and cons. Also, if you stay on Disney, you get access to going to the parks a little bit earlier and booking things a little bit earlier, which is there's an advantage there. So I'm flirting with that idea. I think if I was going to do it again, I would definitely, we need to go back to Epcot to spend some more time in Epcot and we need to do Hollywood Studios now. And I would like, I would have, if I would have thought of it, booked us to have like dinner somewhere uh, when we did our Magic Kingdom day. I just didn't know what it was going to be like because I didn't know what I wanted out of the day. And I felt nervous about booking the lightning lanes and this and coordinating with dinner, but it would have been nice at like four o'clock to like sit and eat a meal in the air conditioning. So it was really hot the day we were at magic kingdom. It was like maybe 28 and uh, Alfie was like, Oh, not looking good around 3 PM, like heat stroke moment. So I was like, Hey, this kid needs a long break. He needs some ice cream and he needs the shade. And we gave him all of those things. And he rallied the kids were incredible. Like so amazing. So patient. They crushed it. Uh, small little tips, tricks that I can think of is we put pillows in the van. So on the way home, they were able to just go right to sleep on the way home after the fireworks. Cause those were long days. Um, I brought sandals in my bag in case they wanted to change out of their shoes. Uh, Oh, this is a good tip thighs rubbing together. So the girls thighs rubbed together and they had like chafing between their thighs. Now people on the internet were giving me all these tips and tricks for chafing. I was like, listen, I spent a lot of my life very, uh, you know, overweight. Um, I am not, um, new to thigh rubbing. I just didn't think it would happen to the girls. So the next day I made sure they were wearing shorts that were longer, like longer biker shorts. I also brought like deodorant that helps a lot for chafing in between your thighs. So that was like the, one of the only problems I brought band-aids in my bag in case anyone had like a blister, no one had a blister. Um, I'm trying to think of other tips and tricks. We filled our water bottles, tons of water. I actually brought lots of snacks. So there were certain times where we almost like in the morning, like we just hit the rides. Like I got, I booked this lightning lane, that lightning lane, that lightning lane is right close. And let's go, 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 go. And it's a little bit more about getting in as much of the rides as possible in the morning and not really stopping to eat. So it worked for me to just have millions of snacks in my bag. So I just throw snacks at them while we were in between. And then when there was a more like organic, natural break in the day, that's when we sat and had a more substantial meal. So that worked really well. Um, I did have breakfast for the kids in the car on the way to the parks. So where we stayed, it was about a 20 to 40 minute drive, depending on traffic. So because we were waking them up early to go to the park, I would wake them up. All, I would have picked their outfit out the night before. So all they have to do is get in the car and I hand them a breakfast. The day that we did the hopper, you have to get back in your car to go to the next park. Um, I had lunch in a cooler waiting for them. So I was able to give them lunch as well in the car. So you know, that'll not only saved us money, but it also saved us a little bit of time and flexibility. So that was a good tip. Another little tip I'm going to say if, if you do stay um, in Orlando at a house. So I didn't realize this, but it's very common that basically they only set you up with enough toilet paper, enough soap for like the first day. So I would have brought a few more uh, laundry pods. I did bring laundry pods, um, but dishwasher tablets. So bring your own laundry pods, bring your own dishwasher tablets. That was really helpful for just not wasting at the house, I guess. But I think that's pretty much all my tips and tricks, guys. I'm not a Disney expert, but it was my first time and it felt very overwhelming. 
but it's not overwhelming. It's not scary. Now that I know what's up, I will be able to go back with my family and crush it. So if you guys have any questions, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. I'm happy to help you plan your family's next vacation. And actually, as we're talking about that, how about you guys help me plan mine? So I think next year, this has made me feel like, you know what? I really want to prioritize a family vacation. We've never really prioritized a March break family vacation. We've always put our money into renovating our homes, buying a new car. Um, and honestly, it's just about priorities. And so I said to Neil, I would like to start prioritizing a warm family vacation every March. And he was like, let's do it. So I think we want to try next year going to an all-inclusive resort. So it'll be a totally different vacation, a little bit more relaxing probably, because all you have to do is lay on the beach, drink and eat. I think Phoebe will adore going out to dinner every night, getting a little bit dressed up. We really didn't do that in Florida because we were just like tired. Honestly, on the days we weren't at Disney, we were tired and it was just chill mode hanging out at home. So I think we're going to try a different vacation. So if you have been to an all-inclusive resort that was very family friendly. Now my kids are not little, so I don't need like little kid stuff, but I think it would be nice if there was some kind of kid stuff and maybe even the option to have a room that's like a little bit bigger, maybe like adjoining rooms or like a family room. So if you guys have any resort accommodation recommendations for me, please send me a message. Obviously in an ideal world, I would love a direct flight from Moncton on March break. (laughs) That's not asking too much, is it? So send me a message if you guys have any ideas for me. And thank you guys, as always, for tuning in to our solo podcast episodes, just our podcast in general, getting real close to that 1 million download mark. Okay, guys, thank you so much. Have an amazing day.